The following is a paid program on this station. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Good morning and welcome to Retirement Freedom, a program about how to realize your retirement dreams with your hosts Shane Kloniger and Susan Carter and sponsored by SC Financial Group, an independent advisory investment firm located in Bellevue, Washington. Retirement Freedom is live call-in radio designed to help you understand the world of investments and answer your personal financial questions, not just about wealth accumulation, but also about wealth distribution, how to grow your money, how to keep it safe, and how to plan for retirement. The lines are open so you can call in and ask your financial and retirement questions at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. And now, here are your hosts for Retirement Freedom, Shane Kloniger and Susan Carter. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Shane Kloniger here, Susan Carter. And uh, we have a guest today. Uh, We'd like to welcome Daryl Tuttle to our show. Daryl, who is a uh, elder law and estate attorney, and uh, we're going to find out what the differences are during the show. That's one of the questions that we will be asking. If you want to learn more about our firm, SC Financial Group, you can go to our website at scfinancialgroup.com. While you're there, you can see all about our firm, uh, take a look at a bunch of different information there about us, as well as uh, taking a look at what type of workshops are available. Uh, we had uh, we have another Susan a retirement workshop coming up a little bit later this month. This uh, next Thursday is it Thursday already? Wow, yeah. this month is just flying by, uh, and that's at six thirty p.m. here in our Bellevue office, and that's our uh, planning for retirement workshop. Popular which is one, very popular. We had to add another. Uh, uh, another one to the calendar. Uh, mm-hmm. So thanks to everybody who's been attending those. And it sounds like either by word of mouth or possibly the thousands of people that hear us on the show might actually have an effect on that attendance there. <laughs> but, uh, but thank you so much to everybody who's, uh, who's come out for that. And, uh, uh, the feedback's been fantastic to us. So we really appreciate right. that. Lots of fun, lots of great questions. Pretty lively considering that we feed them some excellent Italian food from, um, for Maggiano's. For Maggiano's. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks for that, Susan. It's yeah. uh, been a mere 20 pounds this last fall <laughs> uh, till now, so I appreciate that. I, I Thank God I've, for spring. I've and stopped summer. taking the desserts home. That's <laughs> the <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, we can't even get people to take them anymore. They're yeah. like they're so rich. I just can't. No, yeah. I should not be bringing this home. That's not a good idea. Well, it's a good thing our our office is growing, and we have a couple of new people. A couple young joined. guys that can actually take the yeah. hit. Yeah, yeah, they can take the uh, take. I, the I, br- I brought in a plate of cookies yesterday. You may have noticed. I did not. They uh, were gone by the time I. They were I, inhaled. I in there, so. They were inhaled. Okay, well, yeah. you need to stop doing that. Uh, <laughs> if you want to call the show, feel free to eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. We're very delighted to have Daryl on the show with us today. Yes, uh, welcome. Yeah, yeah really, you. really appreciate you you coming out and, and hanging with us. Uh, so uh, once again, Daryl is an elder law and estate attorney. So if you have any questions around. Uh, anything that has to do with trusts. Uh, we were talking about on our other show, long-term, kind of more of a long-term design approach between spouses as far as how do you protect the other spouse, uh, especially when you have uh, you know long-term care needs, which I think is something on everybody's mind these days yep. with the longevity. Uh, we've got that, Susan. Uh, uh, you and I always have that question from right. a lot of different people. Well, we've got the guy right here to answer the questions. So uh, once again, the number to call in 
uh, is 800-465-8770. And you are listening to Retirement Freedom right here on AM770 KTTH. Uh, Susan, you have a quick question for Daryl right uh, off I the bat? Or I, was, I got like seven, so well, I was just I'm going to let you jump in front. The first thing I was going to say is, is you know, we have a passion that every person needs to have a financial plan, regardless of how much they have saved, whatever their, whatever their asset level is, everyone needs a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you will, your money will go a lot farther if you are thoughtful about how you put it together. I really have that same feeling from the last show that we just finished. I have that same passion now that I think everyone needs to have an elder care plan. Um, and I hope we can really dig into that today because a lot of listeners think that estate planning, like wealth planning, is only for the wealthy. Mm-hmm. But, and some think only the ultra-wealthy. Right. So uh, listen hard today and call in because everybody should be figuring out what they're going to do. Yeah, and Daryl and I had met uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, we had sat down and we were talking about a couple different concepts. And, uh, well, besides the uh, the Custer story, oh, which yeah. was interesting. Right, yeah, okay. Uh, which was... I got uh, on a tangent. I was talking about Department of Veterans non-service-connected pension. During a period of conflict, there's a pension available for veterans or surviving spouses of veterans who now have high unreimbursed long-term care costs. Mm-hmm. So it's an important program. And I was on my show on this other channel across town, and I was talking about it. I love history. Yeah. And so I was pointing out that you have to be a veteran. And for this pension of wow. a period of conflict, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, or Gulf War. And then I said, well, you know, technically, World War I and the Indian Wars are on the list. <laughs> and so if you fought with Custer, you're actually eligible for this pension. And you get a higher yeah. pension amount than a Vietnam vet. But then, of course, nobody survived Battle Little Bighorn, so pretty much not. <laughs> at, least, at least the ones that were across the river did, did not engage. There yeah. was that whole crew do you know, over there. Do you know how many people survived the Battle of Bighorn on the U.S. Army side? Zero. Zero. Do yeah. you know how much uh, on the Sioux Indian side? Pretty much 100% survived. Right, right. So it's like, like a yeah. very one-sided. Wow. Well, you know what's there. interesting? I never knew about that was um, uh, because of, in Montana, sure, right? Which, right? which is, by the way, how – how we got to the story was I was watching on a documentary um, uh, about Custer. And I saw on this documentary, I saw this guy that I recognized. And he's the one who does the tours at the, at the site. I and want I, that job. And I, well, you know, I, I think I know why he got it. But I, I'm, I'm looking at him I'm like, I know that guy from somewhere. I'm like, you know what? And then they showed his name. That is my old football coach. <laughs> And I'm thinking to myself, how funny my old defensive football coach is actually talking about <laughs> the battle of Little Bighorn. <laughs> and, and I'm like, is that really? And then I looked it up, and it really was him. And, wow. and so, but what I yeah. find interesting about that was, uh, and then we'll get off the Custer thing. Yeah, is, I'm, I'm like looking at you two going, like, what, what, what show are we am I about? on? No, this, this is the best part of it, yeah. is that um, uh, you were talking about no one survived. They're, the people who did survive that were the ones that never engaged. They, oh, they right. went around the corner and just kind of took off. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> so they hung out at the 7-Eleven got a slurpee. I think that's what yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Which is all over in Montana, rural Montana. Yeah. 7-Eleven's everywhere. everywhere. Just, uh, but anyway, so going back to reality, uh, you know, when uh, when you're talking about such, in this case, long-term planning, and you've got all these benefits you have to look at, uh, especially on the VA side, what a complex I mean, I can only imagine what you do on a day-in, day-out basis around the VA. Oh, it's I horrible. Mean, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I mean, yeah. The Department of Veterans Affairs really is not fun to deal with. It's, I think, it's the second largest government agency behind maybe the IRS. I mean, it's a bureaucracy. 
the the difficulty is for non-service connected pension and once again this is a monthly payment available to veterans and surviving spouses of veterans mm-hmm. with when they meet certain requirements right mm-hmm. those rules are different than the rules for medicaid and copes mm-hmm. and so you know, come to me and I have to analyze how much, what is your monthly income? What is your net worth? What is your medical condition? How expensive mm-hmm. is it now? What do we think it will be in the future? Because it's all about cash flow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you have $8,000 a month going out for unreimbursed medical expenses, long-term care costs, correct? Mm-hmm. And you only have 2000 coming in on Social Security and pension, mathematically, you, you're going to go broke after a certain time period. Right. And so how do we eliminate that, reduce the risk? So we look at VA is a funding source. We look at Medicaid, but the rules are different. So the advice I give for a person where we're targeting Medicaid is different than the advice I give if we're targeting VA. So you got to do a true coordination of information before you do a coordination of uh, that's right of advice. That's right. Uh, and there's conflict amazing. between us, by the way. So yeah. lawyers and the reason you said earlier, oh, it's not very often we have a lawyer on the show. Because financial services and legal services are sometimes in conflict with each other, mm-hmm. right? And people feel threatened. Let me give you an example. Okay. I once recommended to a client to liquidate their IRAs, mm-hmm. and the tax consequence would be $85,000 if they liquidated their IRAs. Now, what kind of lawyer in his right mind would tell a client, take an $85,000 a year tax hit for And it was nice to have you on, Daryl. We'll see you next time. (laughs) No, but but the point being, the reason I made that recommendation is because his spouse was paying $30,000 per month in nursing home costs. Let me repeat that number. $30,000. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Now I can see why... You are going down that road. I can. I understand now. See, just you got to throw it back to me in numbers, not <laughs> well, yeah. not financial planning insults here, Daryl. No, but the point. Know, the joking. point being, your your response would be that. What do you, What do you do? That's Don't bad do advice. That. That's we're thinking short term yeah. taxation. We're not right, thinking right. long term care costs. Let, let's go to the phones. Eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. If you wanted to call in the show once again, that's eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. Let's go to our uh, our first line. Line number one was Sharon in King County. Hey Sharon, how are you? Welcome to the show. Can you hear me, Sharon? Uh, Lori, let's go to line two then. Lori in Olympia. Hey Lori, how are you? I'm good. Good. Thanks for calling in. You have a question on a living trust for Daryl? Yes. I wonder what happens when the person that established the trust dies. Uh, so they leave a will, and they leave part of their uh, holdings in the trust and part out of the trust. Uh, my first question is, what is the requirements for the trustee to provide the will to the um beneficiaries and what is the timeline and then number two what are the requirements for the trustee to put the balance of the uh, properties into the trust okay was the when you make the comment the trust is this a revocable living trust that was created uh, earlier by the person who is now deceased Correct. Okay. So part of it was transferred into the trust while this person was alive. There were other assets that were not transferred in, and, and this yes. decedent also has a last will and testament, correct? Yes. Okay. So now you've got two things going on, don't you? You have the estate being administered in a probate, and the person in charge of that is called a personal representative, sometimes called an executor. 
Then you also have this revocable living trust that was established earlier, and that person's called a trustee. Now, one of your questions was, is there a duty to notify the beneficiaries of the existence of the trust and whatnot? The answer is under Washington state law, there is a requirement to notify the beneficiaries of the trust and their interest in it. Now, do you happen to know if the last will and testament of the decedent contained what was called a super will provision? No, I don't know that. Okay, so under Washington state law, there's a um, a section of the Revised Code of Washington that says uh, a probate covers, has jurisdiction o- only over probate assets. So financial accounts are not probate assets because, you know, you have a transfer on death designation. So I, it doesn't matter what the will says. You say, I want it to go to my son, Fred. Well, you can get the estate plan because the idea was you wanted to go to all the kids. There is a possibility that the last will and testament of your friend has a super will provision, which brings in even non-probate assets regardless of the transfer on death designation at the financial institute. As far as I can tell, Washington state is the only state in the union that has this provision. So that's one thing that you want to look at because if you have it, then the personal representative can have jurisdiction over all the all the assets. So that's that's pretty good. Did I answer your question? Yes, that that does answer my question. And now I just want to know uh, what would be a reasonable period of time where the trustee or the personal representative would be required to actually provide the will uh, to the beneficiaries or the family. Um, because uh, if if they start to um, take uh, action over the trust and you know the probate and all that, they, how do they provide the authority to do so to the family? And in what There's- time? 30 days, there's a Washington State requirement to file the last will and testament with the court within 30 days of death. There's also a requirement to notify uh, DSHS of a death. And so 30 days is the requirement. And remember, anyone can file a probate. So you yourself, even if you're not a family member, even if you're not an interested party, you can say, look, this person passed away. I'm going to open a probate, and the court's going to appoint a a personal representative to get the thing moving forward. And then once you receive notice within this 30-day time frame, then an interested party can intervene into the probate and say, look, I have an interest. I want to make sure my interests are covered. And then, you know, sometimes the fight Uh is on with probate attorneys whatnot. So if the trustee is filing probate and a family member or members feel that it is uh, languishing, you could somehow intervene and say you're an interested party, and then you have some notification or... Speed it up. That's right. Yeah, and then you're off to the, oh. the races because you're the interested party. You're moving it forward. You can even ask to have the personal representative removed if, they are not, if they're committing malfeasance or just dragging their feet. And on the revocable living trust side of it, you know, they, they need to notify the beneficiaries immediately of their interest. Okay, but what is immediate? The thirty days. Yeah, thirty days. Okay. So. All right. Very good. Thank, you answered my question. Well, thank thanks you. for your call, Lori. Thank you very much. Thanks. Good, great call. Have a nice day.
And I learned something there. I did not know about that super well provision. Yeah, Washington wow. State, I think, is the only state that has that provision. It's very helpful because a lot of the times people fail to, they don't have financial advisors. Mm-hmm. What I opened my uh, Bank of America account when it was C First Bank in Sunnyside, Washington, oh, yeah, when I was 12, back yeah. in the 70s, right? Right. Yeah. I, I, I know better, so I've updated my transfer on death forms. But when I opened that account, there was I didn't have a girlfriend. I, would I hope mean, so. I didn't yeah. have a friend. Right. <laughs> They barely let you in the door at that age. The I mean, door, like, you know, and they hand you that little savings passport book. Oh, yeah. book. Right. You know oh, what I'm yeah. talking right. about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you felt like you owned the world. Oh, I did. Yeah, I put in that. Absolutely. I've forgotten about those. <laughs> if, you'd be like, if you would like to be next in line. <laughs> I'm We're laughing. dating ourselves. I'm man. laughing. Yeah, I'm laughing as I'm talking. Uh, 800-465-8770. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll take some more calls. Uh, once again, it's 800 800- Four six five eight seven seventy. You're listening to Retirement Freedom right here on AM seven seventy KTTH. Shane, Susan, and our guest Daryl Tuttle, elder law and estate attorney. Take advantage of that. We'll be right back. You're listening to Retirement Freedom. This is your opportunity to get impartial answers to your questions from Shane Kloniger and Susan Carter. The lines are open for your calls at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Shane and Susan will be right back. Hi, this is Susan Carter from the Retirement Freedom Show. You have two choices in building your retirement nest egg. You can go it alone or seek the advice of professionals. At SC Financial Group, we take great pride in the amount of time we invest in educating each one of our clients. We believe a well-educated investor who continues to learn about their individual portfolios, taxation and income needs has less fear of these same topics. We also believe with less fear of the unknown, better decisions are possible. Don't run with the fearful pack. Come to our educational retirement workshop and let us build your knowledge base and confidence. Planning for Retirement is our next workshop, and it takes place Thursday, May 17th at 6.30 p.m. at our Bellevue office. Call to RSVP 425-451-2950 or go to our website, scfinancialgroup.com, and sign up today. Once again, the number to call, 425-451-2950 or our website, scfinancialgroup.com. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Hi, this is Shane Kloniger. I hope you've been enjoying our show, Retirement Freedom. Whether you are a new listener or have been listening to us for years, I hope the show has been helpful. We have covered many topics over the years and have had some great phone calls from listeners seeking a better understanding of finance and investing. The one common denominator is a search for clarity and understanding how to put together a great retirement plan and strategy. Guess what? You can have access to our financial knowledge in person as we offer a complimentary retirement analysis to help get you started with a clear understanding of where you sit on the financial roadmap to retirement. Let's tackle this together. Call us at 425-451-2950 to set up your complimentary consultation in our Bellevue office or visit scfinancialgroup.com to learn more. Once again, the number to call is... 425-451-2950 or visit our website at scfinancialgroup.com. Thanks for listening. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC.
Welcome back, everybody, to Retirement Freedom right here on AM 770 KTTH. I'm Shane Kloniger, Susan Carter, and our guest, Daryl Tuttle, elder law and estate attorney. We appreciate having him on this hour. 800-465-8770 is the number you can call. We are live today, uh, and uh, we are happy to take the calls as they're coming in. 800-465-8770. We have some uh, some lines open. Until those come in, uh, let's chat a little bit more about... Uh, a lot of different issues around incapacity, around disability, around, you know, all these things that we're talking about. And I'll tell you what, it's a long checklist and there's a lot of confusion around all of these different things, including the coordination of information that you talked about, Daryl, at the beginning, just trying to figure out where you start uh, when you have multiple things going on, I think it confuses a lot of people. Yes, it, it does. And the rules are complicated. And most people are going through these issues when they're under stress mm-hmm. because of family member or, you know mm-hmm. assuming a crisis case sure sure right which definitely clouds your your judgment and you're just trying to get your bearings on what's well, going yeah. on yeah right. and you can yeah. become exhausted by it um you know I, w- I was chatting with you a little uh, during our break about a situation in my own family right now um it's been just a heartbreaker my uncle has alzheimer's he was a vet but he was not in that wartime service zone so he's not he doesn't qualify for any assistance that way, but his uh, care needs are so severe now that um, he's actually, unfortunately, become one of those violent Alzheimer's types. I mean, everybody's different, mm-hmm. but um, it's just yeah, the guy's the sweetest guy in the world. I uh, couldn't believe it, but my aunt now cannot take care of him any longer because she's in danger of being injured. But they don't have a lot of resources, and vet- the veteran services has not been helpful at all to them. Um, it's, it's a very common story, as I understand. But she is exhausted. You know, she's just, I think she's just feeling like there's no place she can turn. Right. So here's a couple of things to think about with veterans. Um, you know, when you go to the VA, uh, you might talk to what I call a claims adjuster, a VSO or whatever, and they have different backgrounds and training and too often they're thinking only about disability compensation. You'd be stunned how often uh, claims adjusters aren't even really conversant with the other program called non-service connected pension. Now, non-service connected pension is the wartime um, pension amount that you're referring to. Here's the rules, basically, for people who might qualify. If the veteran served 90 days of active duty during World War II, Korea, Vietnam, or Gulf War, that's the military service requirement. If they're unreimbursed medical expenses, the cost of that monthly is greater than their monthly income. And if they have reasonable net worth, then they're eligible for this pension. I'm going to use round numbers. The numbers are slightly higher than this, but the veteran will get $1,750 per month for pension to help pay for long-term care. If married, about $2,000 a month. If it's a surviving spouse, it's $1,000 per month. Now, people call that program aid in attendance. That's the slang that you're going to hear out in the industry. That's not the program. It's non-service connected pension. Now, remember, VA has two programs, health benefits and cash benefits. VBA is cash. VHA is health. Now, aid and attendance is a rating that VHA makes. And so mm-hmm. you've probably gone and knocked on the VBA door for cash, mm-hmm. but you forgot to knock on the VHA door for health care benefits because the eligibility rules are different. Okay. If, if it's rated that he needs 
assistance with two activities of daily living, which he most certainly does. Oh, my does, gosh, yes. Then he is possibly eligible for health care benefits because he'll jump up in priority from Category 8 to Category 4. And then he can knock on, you know, he can get, um, I once had a veteran get 30 hours of home care paid by the VA to come into his home. It had nothing to do with non-service connected pension. It was just he met mm-hmm. the service mm-hmm. requirements as a veteran, and he was rated through VHA. And the form to use is <laughs> too much info. Too you feel much, like yeah. you're sipping water from a fire hydrant. No, I thought yeah. you were laughing because of the term you're about to use. No, it's so ridiculous. Well, from it's the called ten ten easy. I'm laughing oh, because nothing easy, easy about the right, VA. Right, right. But, um, easy. Do we have a caller. We, we do. do. We've got a caller. Uh, let's go to uh, line one, Ed from Linwood. Hey, Ed, how are you? you Hello, Ed. You still service. with us? You do a great service. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Did you have, Did you have a question for uh, for Daryl? I have a statement, and then you'll answer the question, hopefully. Okay, I'm eight, shoot. I'm 87. I'm a, a Korea date, according to my DD-214. And uh, I need to go to the state, and, and I'm afraid to go there and get started and have it screw up because I said the wrong things. Uh, do I need to take an attorney with me, and how do I pay for an attorney when I'm broke? Okay, um, uh, help me out. Are you saying that you're going – who are you going to see that is causing you fear? I have been told – that if I go to the state of Washington Department of Veterans Affairs, that they will listen and take care of you uh, because I, I have the qualifiers. But uh, I know that if you go to a government agency and you start out wrong, that uh, whatever you said was the wrong word, uh, that you're then stuck with that forevermore. Does, is that true there, or do you, do you need to take an attorney with you? Uh, okay, so let me ask you first, um, What is? do you mind sharing approximately your monthly income? Social Security. Okay, and what is, your, what, what is your net worth? Nothing. I'm okay, I've you can go to Washington. I, I spent everything I've had uh, paying for bills, and uh, I'm running out of uh, anything of value. Yeah, Other okay. than household, pers- personal possessions which has no value. Are you uh, pretty good with computers? Somewhat. Computers. Are you on the Internet? Okay. Okay, so there's a great website called lawhelp.org. Lawhelp.org. And that, lawhelp, one word, L-A-W-help.org. Lawhelp. Right. Dot org. That website will help you identify benefits that you might be eligible for that are not VA benefits. So, so, so don't just think VA. Now, Washington State Department of Veterans Affairs is a separate agency from the federal VA benefit agency. Mm-hmm. Washington State Department of Veterans Affairs is excellent. I mean, they really do a good job, and they're really looking after the veteran. Now, in your case, I, I would not worry about that agency doing anything bad or harmful or, or misleading you. They, they will help you. And based on your income and your net worth, sounds like you might already possibly be eligible for non-service connected pension. 
And that agency will walk you through the steps at no cost, and they will do so more efficiently than an attorney could. <laughs> I know. I know it's true. No, it's true. It's absolutely true. Okay. So well, no, I, be, I've, I've dealt with government agencies, and some are very helpful, and some figure out how to say no uh, in seven languages. Well, that's, <laughs> you know, it, 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 well, it's true because you never yeah. know who you're going to get, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. absolutely. Ed, thanks I'm for your make, call. I make a quick statement. In the sure. city of Seattle, there is no paragraph that says we defy you to build. However, when you go down to the building department, the answer is we do. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ed, thank you for the you're call. You're welcome we, we to appreciate use that expression. There's nothing that says you can't build, but we defy you. <laughs> yeah, we, we will. We'll use that in thank the future. You. Thank you so much, Ed. Appreciate the call. Thanks for your service as well. Uh, 800-465-8770 if you want to call. And let's see if we can't get Sharon in before we go to break on line two. Hi, Sharon. How are you? Hi. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. You had a probate question for Daryl? That, yes. Someone died. They don't have um, assets. Uh, They had a will, um, but... The firm that had it, they can't find it. Um, uh, do they have to file um, uh, with the state? I was told that they don't have to. Also, they have bills. Um, the person was married. They're on Social Security. That person only gets one um, Social Security. Um, so how do they deal with that? They have bills for medical. They've been paid along with Medicare, and um, they were in a home being taken care of in between the hospital back and forth. Okay, so... Do you have to file with the state that the person, the death certificate has already been done? They had sent and closed the bank account. There was hardly anything left in the person's bank account. And Social Security had already switched it over to the other spouse um, and said that belonged to them because they're a month behind, and they gave them the Medicare. Then the bank sent um, notice to them that they have to return it because the person died, but Social Security said they don't have to uh, in the first place. And so uh, they're just different situations. Can someone go and file and go after? There's no assets except basic thing so okay so uh, what do you do the person d- has d- to file bankruptcy for that person or what does the surviving spouse have a personal residence no okay and there's no assets but there is debt are you seeing there's creditors out there well there's just medical and um bills have been paid along but then the person got extremely um sick it's been going on for like five years okay um the person was being the, the person who died was taking care of their bills the other person didn't know what was um wasn't responsible for any of that right. um the spouse so uh they uh were in a residency and there were uh medical bills and uh, they extremely got really high towards the end here in the last year okay so 
probate as a general rule, the purpose of probate is to transfer an asset, the title of an asset, from the name of the decedent. The number one rule in estate planning, by the way, Shane, you cannot take it with you. Did you know that? We've seen that a couple times, yeah, Daryl. It's like, yeah, we've seen that. So let's go over the important rules so far that you and I have come up with. Number one, yeah. you cannot you buy car insurance at the you. scene of the accident, yeah. and yeah. you cannot take it with you. And now, don't be in a custard battle. And don't be in a custard battle. Now, in a probate, it's usually the purpose is to transfer assets from the name of the dead guy into to a living person. However, there's also a great procedure for creditor claims. That's another reason to open yeah. a probate because like, if you have more people asking for money than you have money, how do you figure that out? Now, the rule requires a probate to be opened and then notice to creditors. If it's a reasonably ascertainable creditor, you must give them actual notice. So you must send them a letter with a copy of the – it's called noted, notice of um, – probate creditors claim. So you send send that to the hospital and say, look, we if you want to make a claim, you have four months to do so. If it's not reasonably ascertainable, you publish in a newspaper. That's why when you open up the business index, you'll see four pages of notices. Oh. Right? Now, if you, so you just follow that, that in the newspaper? Right. If you follow that procedure, then after four months, all creditor claims are permanently barred. Permanently barred. Now, if they oh. do make an appearance, so if they say, look, you, you owe us money, then, you know, you can negotiate and you show them, like, that we don't have any money to pay for it and they can release their claim or you can negotiate a different amount or, or this or that. And as a general rule, you must record a last will and testament within 30 days of death. You also must notify DSHS. In this case, it sounds like the decedent was receiving possibly Medicaid benefits. Well, Medicaid yeah. has a right of reimbursement, and so they have to be notified that the Medicaid recipient has passed away so they can secure their interests. If there was a personal uh -huh. residence, for example, it's possible they would slap a lien on it. Mm -hmm. And so those requirement, or those notice requirements have to be followed. In your case, you said there was not a last will and testament, so you have to there follow was, the... There was, but the firm that had it, which was done a long time ago, um, uh hadn't returned the call several times that they had it. They were supposed to have had a copy of it. Well, so you know, there's no requirement for the law. I was told that they didn't need to have another will, last will, because there was no asset. So well, there's, there's no requirement for a, a lawyer to keep track of a client's last will and testament. It's helpful when a law firm does keep a copy because then you can do this procedure called a uh, lost will procedure. But in your case, you'll have to open a probate as intestate, which means somebody died without a last will and testament. I, w I would perhaps, you know, pay an, a, because, a probate attorney in your town their consultation fee to get advice as to the best way to proceed. Uh-huh. Sharon, thank yeah. you for a call. Uh, we're going to have to take a break, but uh, uh, if you want to get a hold of Daryl, uh, his number is 855-797-PLAN. Once again, that's 855-797-PLAN. But thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, we're going to have to go ahead and take a break. Uh, if you go to our website at scfinancialgroup.com, you can see our upcoming workshop. Daryl and I are also going to be doing a workshop on May the 22nd on Tuesday at the Bellevue Residence Inn at 7 p.m. Uh, and uh, so you can go to our website, scfinancialgroup.com. You can also email us if you're not hearing your question answered. We'll be right back. You're listening to Retirement Freedom. 
Retirement Freedom is live call-in radio designed to help you understand the world of investments and answer your personal financial questions. The lines are open for your calls at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Shane and Susan will be right back. Did you know the type of account you open with a financial firm could affect how you communicate with them as well? There are some accounts that require your financial advisor to call you with every investment decision to be made. This includes making a trade on a difficult market day when the advisor recommends to sell a position. If you are not available, then the trade does not occur without your approval. A discretionary advisory account, however, allows you to designate your financial advisor as a fiduciary to make prudent investment decisions on your behalf. This allows the advisor to make decisions during all hours without your direct okay on each trade made. If you would like your advisor to manage the account to do the best of their abilities and not call you during your me time, then give SC Financial Group a call, 425-451-2950. That's 425-451-2950. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Hi, this is Susan Carter. As a listener to our show, you know that we cover a broad range of topics, and I truly enjoy the live call-ins. We understand, however, that not everyone is comfortable coming on the air to talk about personal finances, and we want to make sure you get your questions answered. Serving our community by providing this educational show is just one way we help. We also offer free financial consultations and provide you a personal retirement analysis at no charge. Feel free to call us anytime during the week if you'd like to have a question answered or request your own personal consultation. The floor is yours, so give us a call at our office, 425-451-2950. Or simply visit our website, scfinancialgroup.com, and you can type in your request there. Thanks again for listening today, and I hope we'll hear from you soon. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back to Retirement Freedom on AM 770 KTTH. I'm Shane Kloniger, Susan Carter, my longtime co-host here, and our guest, Daryl Tuttle, elder law and estate attorney. We appreciate all the calls. Uh, There are some lines open if you'd like to call in, 800-465-8770. Trying to keep Daryl as busy as possible on his day off, semi-day off. Susan's struggling with her headphones over there. Uh, I'm not really sure what she's doing. Uh, I'm back. She's back in. (laughs) Welcome back, Susan. Thank you. Wow, really wonderful. I might want to... Yeah, we'll we'll leave those in a particular position next time. Uh, 800-465-8770. If you want to call in, uh, please do. And Daryl will answer the question. Also, if you want to ask Susan or I any financial question, give Daryl a break. We're happy to talk about 401ks, IRAs, stocks, bonds, REITs, options. Uh, It does not matter. Any financial instrument under the sun, we'd be happy to talk about it for the most part. Uh, 800-465-8770. 
Also, Susan, you're going to be at a workshop at 2 o'clock today at the Bellevue Residence Inn, uh, our faith and finance workshop. And so you're going to be presenting there with a couple other folks from the office. That's right. So uh, if you want to jump in there at the last minute and uh, you happen yep. to be feel free to join us. heading south or something and going through Bellevue anyway, feel free to pop in. You don't have to sign up. Uh, we got a few spots open, and I think there's a little extra room at the uh, at the back there as well. So uh, you can st- you, standing room only, maybe. I'm not sure. It's we'll see. It's non-reserved seating. It's non-reserved. There he goes. Susan's <laughs> laughing at me as I'm trying to build up our workshop here. Yeah. But uh, if you go to um, our website, scfinancialgroup.com, you can read a lot on what the workshop's all about. Susan, uh, uh, want to give a quick overview of, of what you're going to be presenting today? It's a um, <clears throat> distillation of a lot of issues that we've faced over the years with our Christian uh, clients. Questions around, you know, how do I know how to build this into my finances? Is there a right way to go about tithing? Is there a right way to go about looking at money? Are there investments that I can stay away from? But we're, it's also at a deeper level, how to make money, uh, become a part of your faith rather than something that's secular and outside of your faith where, you know, you go to your financial advisor and you deal with your money and you go to church and you deal with your faith. Well, how about if we have a living faith through the way that we use our money? So we're looking at some um, five principles that you can you can bring to bear. And originally we started looking at that because of the fact that we had a lot of feedback from our clients, especially going into retirement, which is, you know, I'm kind of confused on whether do I still tithe in retirement or do I not tithe? You know, I try to get a, a, a gauge as far as what other members of my church are doing, and everyone seems to not have a, a consensus around it. It's very personal, and, and it's different for every every family. But I think there's more than one way to take a look at that. Oh, absolutely. And there's more than one way to take a look at protecting your family. Uh, you know, we talked about it earlier in the show, Daryl, is... You know, you're just a steward of it right now. It's not your. It's really not yours anyway. You're not taking anything with you. So, uh, you know, how do you how do you do all the design work and make sure you're covering everything that you want? And I think for for most of our our, our listeners, when they come in, they're they're worried about their retirement and they're worried about their family. I mean, that's a common denominator that we see across the board. So, how do you blend all that together? So, Susan, I think that's going to be a uh, you know, a, a great message today that, that you're going to uh, Yeah, this is our second one, and mm-hmm. the first one was really well-received, got a lot of great feedback from folks on it. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 really not a prescriptive type of a workshop. I'm not up there lecturing. It's it's a journey that we're all going to just walk through together and take a look at, in a different way at the way we look at money. And that's at 2 o'clock today at the mm-hmm. Bellevue Residence Inn. Yes, uh, it is. Right downtown, obviously, in Bellevue uh, at 2 o'clock. Thanks, Shane. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, while you're on scfinancialgroup.com, if you're taking a look at some of that information, you'll also notice that we have another workshop this Thursday uh, that's quite, our, quite different, yeah. uh, is our planning for retirement workshop. that we Very popular. It's become really, really popular, and, and I'm surprised that uh, going into such nice weather that it's being so well attended, uh, but it is. And I, I uh, so somebody's a, getting something out of it. I think there's a lot of folks who are starting to think about how soon should I be planning for my retirement mm-hmm. so that I can actually retire? And I'm noticing that, that the folks that are coming to these workshops are starting to be a little bit more proactive. And yeah. I think it's also where the level of the stock market is right now. That's and true. I think a lot of people are, you know, if you've been investing for 
20, 30 years, 40 years, uh, you've seen these ups and downs over time. And every time when you start getting complacent and feeling like, oh, this thing's going up forever, I'm on easy street, all of a sudden, guess what? The market pulls back or there's some catalyst. And we just saw this recently. We had three major things going on all around trade at the same time. We had, uh, you know, the China discussion with uh, Trump trying to figure out how he was handling that. We also had NAFTA. And uh, we also had the Iran deal going on. Right. Uh, you know, so oil tends to affect growth one way or the other. And the price of oil in this country does matter and around the world. And guess what? All three of those things were coming together in the perfect storm. And uh, we escaped it somehow this time. Yeah. It could, the decisions easily could have gone the other direction. And we might have had, you know, uh, some serious downside pressure on some of those markets. So individually on a sector basis and overall. Yeah. And if you're 65 years old and you're going into retirement, the last thing you need is a three-year bear market on your launch date. And so this is something that we talk about at the planning workshop also for planning for retirement as far as the way that we're addressing risk and to not also let risk control you and control your your uh, your account performance over a long period of time by being too, too conservative. And uh, one thing that we've seen over the years, all the research that's come out for decades now, is how long it takes someone to actually re-engage to get their money back working for them again after you've had one of those events. And it's over two years now. We're at two and a half years it takes for the average person to re-engage the, with the type of uh, wealth investing that they were prior to an event like well, that. Well, I would say people are pretty engaged at this point. I think so, very, very much so. <laughs> Uh, so go to our, our website at scfinancialgroup.com, and you can sign up for the, for that workshop as well. Uh, we would prefer that you would do that because uh, seating is limited, and we are providing uh, dinner. Maggiano's. Uh, so it's a lovely a good dinner. Headcount. We catered. appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so once again, that's scfinancialgroup.com. And I did want to lastly mention, so we got a lot going on here. Uh, I also wanted to mention the uh, May 22nd, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Daryl, you're going to be doing uh, a very specific presentation around uh, really uh, protection overall, spousal protection. Seeing it doesn't, you're kind of taking an overall look as far as how to use trusts, et cetera, uh, to do long-time design work and, and protect. Yeah, I call it the BoomX Academy. So it is open to single people and married people. I will mm-hmm. give my top tips for asset protection for married people mm-hmm. and also but for singles too. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that'll be my focus. And I've invited you to add texture and content. Such a mistake. I know. You're just such a mistake, Daryl. <laughs> he's beginning I re- to... I regret it. You're already regretting it. I mean, yeah, just, he's like, just who, who is this guy? Just yeah. wait until I get that podium. Uh, I, know. I just, you know, it's going to be awesome. No, but I'm looking forward to that. And and so what I thought I would share as well in that meeting is is some asset protection from the financial planning side. Sure. And I think that is a really good combination. If you can do both of those things, if you can do the proper design work from, your, uh, from the financial planning side from what Susan and I do every day, which is just... Uh, you know, building portfolios and building design work for long-term financial plan, retirement, et cetera, and build that in with what you're doing. Uh, I just think that's a great combination that's right. for, really for anybody. So once again, that's uh, May the 22nd, Tuesday at the Bellevue Residence and also as well, uh, 7 p.m. And very easy to get to, super easy right off of I think I'm going to attend. Are you going to heckle? How did you know? Because I read you like a book. I know. There is no way you're not heckling. She'll be in the back with one of those styrofoam number one hands. She would. Yeah. That, yeah. That little yeah. air horn. No, she'll have, my, she'll have my picture on. It'll be like a number three. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have no doubt. So, anyway. I, I would love to be able to work um, with a client with 
your advice in the room and our advice in the room to see how powerful it could be. I just was sitting here thinking to myself, there's so many angles in trying to figure out how do we grow the wealth? How do we preserve it? How do we, how do we protect the, if this one spouse dies? Uh, too early and the other one lives too long. Um, mm-hmm. How do you deal with, we have many clients who have children who have special needs. There's right. a lot of complexity to people's lives and it's it's sort of unfair to the lay person that they have to come to each of us separately and then they have to remember how to think like the lawyer or think like the advisor to explain it to the other party. Mm-hmm. I would really love to try and work on a, on a team basis. Well, what happens there too is when you have the when you have separate office visits to different professionals, the the questions also get watered down. Right. Between the, right. going back yeah. and forth, it's like I My think they said this. Said uh, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I thought yeah. he said that was a revocable, irrevocable. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what it is. Yeah. No, no. So yeah, there is some benefit to that. Well, what I've always thought was interesting is. Uh, when you have when you're sitting down with another professional and you're sharing ideas on different ways of handling things, just like you know you coming here today, Daryl, and then some of the information we got from you, now we get to carry that forward in our thought process for longer term planning with our clients. Uh, you know how the assets are flowing, how right. how we're handling bills, let's say, or you know because when we're working with clients, we're looking at that expense load that they have for you know the first ten years and then twenty and thirty years out. And uh, I think there's a real value in that when you're sharing as professionals from your own expertise, what your something else usually evolves out of it that you hadn't thought of before. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The painful part in my profession is we call it funding. So we create a trust. It doesn't matter if it's irrevocable or revocable, but we have to get the assets retitled from the name of the sure. person outright into the trust. That yeah. is painful if the client does not have a financial advisor. If they have a financial advisor, it's like, Make that happen, and it, right. it hopefully yeah, does. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, we yeah. see that too. Well, actually, you know what we see a lot of, and I agree with you. Is and we had this happen many times. Is where someone will go out and they'll spend thousands of dollars to to work on their estate planning, and then what they'll do is they'll come back to us, um, and they'll say, "This is what the work I did. Great. Um, let's let's do a review of all the titling of all your assets. Right. Not even just the assets that we manage, but let us take a look at all of your asset titling to make sure it fits what the intention was of what you paid for. And believe it or not, Daryl, a lot of times it's not. It it ends up being a longer Chronologic, chronological work than than what was expected from the client uh, from the attorney side, and so what ends up happening is they just stop doing it. Oh, they'll, they'll get most of the assets, but it, it's never completed. How how often do you think? What percentage when you do that review have mm-hmm. it titled correctly? One hundred percent. Oh, I would say twenty percent. Yeah. I'm surprised mm-hmm. it's that high. Yeah. Here's what's going on with my industry. Clients are cost conscious, so they spend a certain amount of money for the estate plan. And then the law firm will say, would you like us to help with funding? And we'll just bill by the hour. And this is, well, oh, no, no, I can do it. So we give the client complicated funding instructions. And we, if it was a baseball game, we pat them on their little hiney and say, okay, go pitch your game. Right. And it's a disaster because they, they, it, it's too complicated mm-hmm. yeah. and, and it's yeah. too stressful and it's too frustrating. The, 
person down at Bank of America who's the clerk puts some kind of obstacle up and it, they drop the ball. Right, and right. your point is well taken. It, it is time-consuming to, mm-hmm. to do it. I mean, you probably use ACAP forms and all this stuff that you know how to do. You know what a, a golden medallion signature guarantee right. is. Right, right. right. Which yeah. is another pet peeve I have with finance. Did you know financial services have their own notary system? The yeah, they medall- do. Yeah, it's the medallion I signature. Agree with right. that. That's why they call it the gold. I think there should be a call it the gold system. <laughs> the, yeah, you're, you're either in or no, out. Yeah, no. Uh, well, we deal with that. It depends on the custodians. Right. That, that's the frustrating part. Is it's not standardized. So yeah. sometimes it's notarization, sometimes it's medallion, and sometimes it's nothing. Uh, and that's the frustrating thing for us from our side. Yeah. One thing that's frustrating to me too is is sometimes. If there isn't a good communication between the financial advisor and the attorney, you have some bad strategy that can occur. You you have the wrong assets titled yes. inside yeah. of a trust that had no business being inside of a trust, and um, you lose benefits. You know, and we we came across this recently with someone who was told to put their annuity inside of their trust. And that with that, then the trust would become the, it's a non-living person entity right. that's owning it. Non-natural person and role. it lost all of its transfer and stretch capability as a result of that. Um, you know, so. And on beneficiary lines too, we right. see that happen sometimes where it's going to be in a, in a, uh, joint property state where it's going to the trust instead of the spouse. Right. And, yeah. you know, right. I mean, and what, and I take your point earlier, you know, to heart is that, well, sometimes what's the planning? So if there's a planning reason why something trumps the basics, right. then I'm, I'm happy to, to, but this was a case where it was clearly not in the best interest of the clients. Sure. Um, right. And so I think sometimes what happens is, and you probably see this all the time from, from your side of the, of, of the world too, is that you have to really know that last 1% of the detail or things are going to go bad. Right. And you, you can talk about 99% of it getting right all the time, but it's always that 1% that it, it hangs you up. So uh, that, that's something we're very careful on. And I think that's where titling uh, and what you were saying earlier, too, about uh, Washington State, you know, the, the, the level for uh, state uh, state taxation at Washington State versus the federal level. Completely different. And, and what's funny is the news now is, is taken over where everyone just thinks, oh, I don't need a state planning anymore because that's such a high number. Doesn't really and then matter. they're shocked to find out that there well, is a what, much what just lower happened in Washington? What just happened in Washington State, right? I mean, well, and particularly with the real estate values where they are, it's pretty right. easy for people to hit the it's Washington not, State. Not the state tax filings in Washington State have increased 70% in the I last five years. I have no doubt. Yeah. And their backlog is about 9 to 12 months to clear um, a tax for a return. That's wow. what, what DOR, Department of Revenue's backlog right, is. Right. Did you know that in Washington State, all of the state tax goes to fund education in, in Washington? I, I did, did not. not know. Yeah, so, no. but, so be of good cheer because, you know, what you could have done is set up a foundation for your alma mater or your educational program. You don't have to do that. Just don't plan. Pay that estate tax, and Washington State will choose the educational program for you because Washington State's so much better at managing your money than you are. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, given the quality of our educational system here, what uh, a bargain. Right. I know. What a bargain. <laughs> what, what, I'm it's surprised it's not more money, expensive. Right? It's not even more expensive. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. 
So uh, if you want to go to our website, scfinancialgroup.com, you can find, uh, you know, and we'll post some stuff about Daryl as well here this week if you want to get in, in contact with him. But if you go to our website at scfinancialgroup.com, you can find out all about the workshops, et cetera. Daryl, I want to throw out the number, uh, your number, that everyone can reach you, uh, 855-797-PLAN. Correct. Uh, once again, that's 855-797. I believe it's 7526. That's great. Okay. Uh, I'm just taking a shot there. Just just out of memory. Uh, eight, I told you that number before. <laughs> 855-797-PLAN. Uh, and uh, you can get a hold of them. Once again, uh, Susan's doing her workshop. If you're just tuning into us, Susan's doing her workshop downtown in Bellevue at the Residence Inn at 2 p.m. for Faith and Finance. Right. So Free parking right off the freeway. Pretty come on simple. In. Come on in. And Susan's got a spot for you and a gift bag mm-hmm. on top of that. Hopefully you got enough planned over there. But uh, we'll see. Uh, also, uh, if you want to come listen to, uh, uh, Daryl talk about different types of asset protection, you can do that on May the 22nd on Tuesday at 7 p.m. also at the Bellevue Residence Inn. He, it's pretty simple. Uh, he's going to also, uh, allow me to, uh, get up there and share my thoughts as well. So, uh, I'm going to be doing that. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. That's uh, going to be a fun presentation. I really, I really am looking forward to that. I kind of think it might be fun. Yeah. After this, you know. After, after this whole after thing. This, yeah. And then yeah. also, if you want to, you know, uh, track our show, uh, this, you know, our little banter, uh, if you want to track that, uh, I'm actually, you've invited me to come on to your show a little later. That's today. right, at 2 o'clock, 2 yeah. to 4. So he said, well, if I'm getting up early, uh, you have to do more radio. Yeah, that's right. So that was yeah. the deal. So that, that was the deal we made. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm doing a workshop. Yeah, know, Susan's, I'm like, I know. I'm for like, the one time, Susan's like, you know what? I'm happy to be doing a yeah, workshop for two yeah. hours. Oh, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, if you want to just come in and talk to us, if you like the way we think, if you like the way that we approach all these different problems, I urge you just to go to our website at scfinancialgroup.com and uh, set up an appointment. Come and see us. We do a complimentary appointment. You'll come in. We're going to get to know you and your family situation. Uh, we're going to build an actual retirement analysis and financial overview for you. So we're going to give you great clarity and a very visual basis to let you understand kind of where you are right now. Uh, we think that's a very important first step for everybody. It doesn't matter what your asset level is. It doesn't matter what your investor experience level is. Uh, we'll go ahead and we'll take a look at that for you. Then from there, after we do that presentation, then we talk about how to actually make it uh, come to fruition. And we'll look at all the different options that you have out there. Uh, you do not pay for anything unless you actually you actually hire us as your investment advisor. Uh, so up to that point, it's all complimentary. It's been our business model for quite a while. We just think it's the right way to do it. Uh, if we don't know that much about you, we shouldn't be giving you investment advice anyway. And that's just our approach. So once again, that's at scfinancialgroup.com. You can learn more about the firm there as well. And we are very team approached. Um, if we have clients who have CPAs, who have estate attorneys, or are un- undergoing some kind of estate planning or elder care planning, we always love to be able to talk to those professionals when clients clear us to do so. So we just build that into the way we think around here. And I'll go even one step further on that, Susan. <clears throat> what we'll do is if you want to come in, you've listened to the show today, and you like uh, you know all the uh, knowledge that Daryl has provided, uh, if uh, you come in and we'll do the retirement analysis for you, uh, we'll give you that document 
and you can bring that over to Daryl so he can see a, a quick view of the information coordination that he was talking about, at least a good starting point, um, and uh, give you that option. Yeah. So, yeah. I think one thing I've learned today is that everyone needs to have more than just a will. They have to have a plan. Yeah. And, and, I, uh, and I think... And not every attorney thinks that not way. Not every do- one yeah. does, but if... If you think you're going to live past 70, you need to have an elder care plan. And, and please at least be that yeah. positive on yourself. Yes, yeah, please. To make it to 70, yeah. especially after all the please don't discussions plan. we've had here today. Please don't plan to not plan. Yeah, please don't plan to not <laughs> yeah. plan. That's, not, that's never good. Not right? a good thing. Not yeah. a good thing. Not a good thing. Thank you so much for being on the show yeah, with thank us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Daryl, really appreciate having you on. Uh, once again, that's scfinancialgroup.com. That's scfinancialgroup.com, 425-451-2950 to the office. Once again, that's 425-451-2950. Thanks, everybody. Go out, enjoy the Blue Sky Day, or actually, go to Susan's workshop. See you next weekend. been listening to Retirement Freedom with your hosts, Shane Kloniger and Susan Carter, and sponsored by SC Financial Group. If you would like to meet personally to discuss your financial and retirement options, call 425-451-2950 to schedule your free consultation. That's 425-451-2950. And be sure to join us again next Saturday morning at 11, right here on AM 770 KTTH for another edition of Retirement Freedom. Securities offered through Cateray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Seattle's right, right choice for conservative.